dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, Nick, you have, call, you have to call me Nighthawk. You have to call me Dragon. Let's say uh, I love our mugs. Uh, thank you so much for finding these. Um, my pleasure. I gotta, I gotta make sure I save some of these drinks. But what are you drinking, my friend? So I'm doing another after dinner mint from outside, and then I have a hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. There you go. Uh, I do not know what this is. I can't pronounce the name, but it's a creme brulee. Um. Coonhen. There you go. Brewing Company, Creme Brulee, Imperial Creme Brulee, Java Stout. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it's actually really good. Very coffee forward, vanilla coming from the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I can't tell you how I've already tried it, uh, but just know I've already tried it. Um, and it looks like we're both drinking coffee out of our mugs. It does. We're kind of classy. Folks A little tonight. classy tonight. Yeah. So, um, you know, our intent is to kind of talk to you guys about your new year, new you. Yep. Well, and and it might be some budgeting. My my main focus is going to be a little bit on this uh, business side. How to take your side hustle and grow it into a bigger business, kind of um, like Adam had. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, gosh, I we got to get him back on this year. Except for you know, I just feel like we're beating a dead horse because of how great it is. Um, you know, and but he's always interviewing new side hustles and things. Always. But um, you know, I, I he has a book out, and I'd love to actually get him to talk about his damn book <laughs> instead of just saying oh yeah i have a book but if you follow me on tiktok you don't need the book right, right. no that's not how this works <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah he's, he's it's funny because he makes a shit ton of money but he's not great at it <laughs> it's really not right um, kind of like you you just give most of it away for free say, dude. oh did i tell you about that story uh, all right so i had a wholesaler kid right who uh i was gonna buy a house from and for the first time ever in my life, I was a dick. Mm-hmm. So this house was filled with cat urine and things Ooh. like that. Okay. I mean, just, just horrible. I was like, oh. and he goes, yeah, how do you get that smell out? And I said, well, when we sign the contract, I'll tell you the information. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it sounds weird, but it, like, it actually <clears throat> ate me up to like say that. And then I thought about it in like all night. So like 2 AM, I hit this kid up on Facebook and I was like, all right, dude, this is step one. This is step two. This is step three. This is step four, right? Like, this is how you're going to take care of it. I was like, I've never withheld information from somebody to, to better myself. You like, just kind sense. of felt like a douche. I did. Right. And I was yeah. like, man, I was like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know why I say that. Like, I know I'm in a spot right now where I'm trying to find the next property, but here, and then we called, I actually talked the next day type thing. And I was like, Hey, I was like, this is, this is this meetup. This is how I would go do this, this, this. I just gave him 45 minutes on the phone of fucking information. Right. Uh, after another couple hours of that, he's like, Hey, I'm going to go sell it to this guy over here instead. And I was like, what the fuck? And I even, the guy he's selling it to, I can't stand right now. He's, he's just pissing me. Cause every, cause he knows I buy it good numbers. He doesn't even go look at it. He's like, Oh, Nick's buying it at this. Great. I'll pay you fucking two to five grand fucking more because Nick's numbers are good. And he knows he's going to make money. What does he care if he makes five? And, um, so I was like, you know what? And I even told him, I was like, that's such bullshit, dude. Like, come on, man. Like I, I, I've been here, like answered everything you need. I was like, fine, fuck it. I'll offer a seven grand more than what he's offering. Just let's write it. No, I really think at this time I'm going to go, you're, you're my next one. And I was like, cool. Well, I'm like, fuck off. Now it's, now it's like, all right, cool. This is why I hold that information. Yeah. I have to learn it. But it's like, I don't want to be that person. I never want to be that person. You have to be that person sometimes. But I never will be. Right. I mean, because I know that in the end, it'll, it'll come out well for me. Right. So we've had a lot of people come to us wanting information on how to open a rage room yeah and don has told everybody that's come to us because of course we went to somebody too and she offered to pay them and they're like no no, no it's not a big deal and then when they figured out we were serious they got all defensive and you know pissy with her and she's a cheater and all this shit yep. and i i told don initially listen you want to talk to somebody that's great mm-hmm figure out how much of your time you're willing to give up for free. And then over that they're paying. That's yep. just the way it is. Yep. So she will talk to anybody for free for an hour. Oh, perfect. She'll give you the information you want, answer any question you got, 
But once you hit 60 minutes, now you're paying. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because, you know, I, I have a friend who is the complete opposite of me, right? Mm-hmm. He fucking charges, right? And it's funny because I would say we're friends, right? Because, like, I'm the kind of guy who I build friendships and, yes, we can do business, but they don't technically mix. Like, I, I don't usually go into partnering that aspect of things. Like, I'm not trying to use it. Yes, I'll pick knowledge because that's something we have common, right? And... I mean, let's be honest, I'm not in their fields. I just ask a million questions about their fields, right? Because I'm interested and I want to have knowledge of it. And, you know, my first conversation is always, hey, man, how's the family? How's right. how's things going? How's, you know, it's awesome catching up, this and that. And then, you know, if, you know, and it, <clears throat> it, it'll it'll reciprocate here and there. But like, uh, you know, oh, hey, how's, uh, you know, when you're, when you're developing, man, like, do you... Like, do you call this person first or do you call that person? Like, who do you, who do you use for this? You know, I usually charge $145 an hour to fucking do this and blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not paying you 145 bucks just to shoot the shit. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I mean, this, this is what I'm talking about, man. It's always, it's always this. And it's like, um, no, the whole fucking hour we just had was whatever. And it's, you know, okay, you don't have to tell me, bro. I just was wondering, like, I was intrigued about your business and what entail, like, w- you know, what what in depth you go into it. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, it, it'd be like it'd be like me asking, when do you have to put a fence around storage, and when do you not put a fence around it? Yeah. Well, that's information that you got to find out. But that's why I'm asking you, yeah. bro. Like, Seriously, I don't know. Right. You have knowledge. I'm asking you yeah. for that now. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, I drive in Wyoming, and they all have fences, right? And then I drive out into. uh Let's call it Bay City. I, you know, just making up fucking random. Yeah. I'm like, none of those have fences around it, type thing. Oh, that, you have to figure out that information. I was like, how do I figure that out? Like, how do I, you know, I, I'm I charge 145 bucks an hour for this shit. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ! All right, man. Like, I'm done with this conversation. So, I I have two things. Yeah. First, building off of that, um, when Don and I were trying to figure out how to get in the 501st, yeah, we would ask, we would go to cons and ask people in the 501st, what what do we do? We don't know what to do. And their answer was always the same. Get on the forums. Okay, well, we've done that. Right. We don't know what to do after that. Well, ask your questions there. Why? Yeah. So, I mean, I I say the same stuff. But when they ask me, I'm like, first off, you got to get on the forums. Yeah. But I will, any specific question they have, I will answer right then and there. The funny thing is, is, okay, I, I don't actually know how, like, passionate you guys because i can't feel that passion for the 501st but if you needed an extra person to go walk around and, and let's say i fit into dawn's fucking white chewbacca thing yeah muff tech. <laughs> muff tech, right i mean I'd, I'd gladly fucking rock it and go with you right but like <laughs> if you told me to go onto the forums never in my life would i ever understand how to fucking do it and i never i would never be a 501st member right? correct if your answer to me is this like no, hold my fucking hand and walk me to yes, this because absolutely, dude. I never learn from forums, right? Okay, I'll give a huge shout out to Bigger Pockets. What they've created is fucking huge and whatever. And it's funny because everybody's like, "Oh, if you give, you'll get so much back." So I made a challenge to myself a few years back. You know, it's, it might be six now, whatever it is, where I was going to go on there every day and answer at least two to three questions. Okay, so every day I'd log in, find the questions that weren't answered, kind of a thing, or do whatever. Give information, give information, give information. I never got anything out of it, right? I got likes, right? Like yeah. cool likes, but I didn't get these deals things that everybody's talking about. I didn't get the things. I didn't get all this. And it's like nothing progressed you ahead. Correct. So it's like, all right, cool. I've wasted time. And, you know, yes, sure. People know who I am if anything comes about you it. You helped other people out. Right. But, you know, I'm it, it, no, I mean, it's supposed <clears throat> to come around at some point kind of a thing, you know? And so forums to me i don't i know what they are but i i'm not gonna fucking sit here and read when when you look at how to change breaks you mm-hmm. go fucking read about it mm-hmm. when i go i go to youtube and watch a guy go all right turn this 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 and i'm like fuck i'm in here and i'm pausing the video at the exact same time right if i'm changing drywall for a patch i'm like cut the six inch hole cut play all right cut the yeah <laughs> i fucking step by step i don't do this forum shit i'm that would take me fucking a week to figure out how to do something we'll see and the forums are great, yeah. But you don't know what you don't know, and when you're trying to get into something, you don't know shit right, at all. You need somebody that actually is interested in helping you along the way, and and I get it. 
a lot of the people in the 501st, and I'm not bagging on them at all here, but a lot of them get irritated, just like a lot of people in the Rage Room community get irritated because people just want you to do it for them. They don't want to do anything. Sure. So like the droid that Caitlin wants built, Mm -hmm. I printed several pieces to it. It's not in my wheelhouse. No. I, I, it's going to take me forever to finish. I told her, talk to Jim. Yeah. I'm happy to pay Jim for materials, time, whatever he needs me to pay him for. Because he has a skill set where he can build this and it will look good. Yeah. And mine's going to look like a fucking third grader. Dude. Right. <laughs> Chewbacca mask. Mine's not movie quality. Exactly. Okay. That's what it's going to be like. Right. So I'm okay doing that. Yeah. The second thing I had, um, I was just thinking about this. You and I need to talk to Jesse. De Silva. Yeah. Okay. Because she's doing all these speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. And you and I would be great at that. Oh, very much. I think we need to have a conversation. Yeah, we should. Let's let's write it down right now. All right. Um, so, sorry. We're taking a 20-second intermission. Uh, Jesse, uh, what do we call those? Speaking, speaking. Speaking engagement. There you go. This is why I write things down. I literally forgot it within the 25 seconds. Of you and I love to talk. Here. We do. And we love to bring information to people. Yep. Well, and okay. So you go back to your, your forums thing or whatever, yeah. right? And you said, Hey, I'm willing to pay for this, but like, I've met a shit ton of people mm-hmm. and I get that people feel used and abused. Mm-hmm. Right. But as you said, you're willing to pay, you're willing to do this. And the problem is you got to line up with the person that's willing. Cause I know mm-hmm. you, you're not going to want to go drop a thousand bucks at a time, No. but you'll go drop. Hey, and, and, don't fucking mock me for not knowing things, but like, you're going to go buy, I know the head's called a bucket, right? Yep. You're, you're, you'll build the bucket and then you'll build, Hey, g- make me both arm sleeves. Awesome. I here, here's the 200 bucks for this. Here's the 200, you know, where some people want just a full thousand, but like, it's funny. Cause I've met so many of those people mm-hmm. and I like them. Don't get me wrong, but you know, they're constantly like, Oh, I build this. I do this. I make this, I make this. And then, you know, you're constantly like, Hey, can you fucking build me this? Uh, uh, no. Right. I don't, I don't do that. Wait. So you fucking do it, but you don't do it. Like what, what are you doing? We have, and I'll, I think her name's Ray. Yeah. Right. Ray's great. Sure. But like she's built 50 fucking costumes for herself. Mm-hmm. She will do some stuff for other people, but like we're, this is where I want to get into this whole aspect of like, Hey, how to take your side hustle and make it an actual business. Right. Yeah. She needs to, what, and what I think a lot of people forget is like, all right, so take your business, set yourself guidelines and standards and boundaries, right? Like, um, and it's not that like you can't negotiate off of it, but like, hey, I'm building a bucket for somebody, and this is automatically the base cost is two hundred bucks if it's if it's a, a one piece, right? It is three hundred bucks, and I'm making numbers up just for people because I don't know yep what these things entail, but like, it costs three fifty for a two piece. It you know if if the thing flips up, it costs an extra little bit. You know, but, but these people need to know what a base thing is. Now, <clears throat> if you're building the robe and the robe has to be out of uh, which Berber, is that what your, your robe thing is? I don't know what specifically the material is. Sure. But yeah, but there's like, certain types of material you have to right, use. But like, okay, so, hey, if you're if you're able to get it off of uh, cotton and, you know, that costs you 50 bucks. Now, Berber, hey, okay, that cost you. 100 bucks a roll great now your price has doubled and you just and and, and not everybody's gonna buy it not everybody's gonna do it but you just say hey this is what it is like set yourself you don't have and if, and if you get no clients at that point then you reconsider hey do i lower my price is my time worth it or do i just become a hobbyist for myself right seeing a lot of the people that do this and i just actually sent a message to one of them um they'll they'll tell you yeah I, i'm 3d printing paint buckets yep and you'll be like oh well how much is that for me and they're like yeah i don't do it that way because what they do is they'll start doing that for people and then it becomes a job. Yeah, of course. And when it becomes a job, it's not as fun anymore. Correct. So they like doing it when they want to do it for the person that they want to do it for. Yeah. I and mean, we have the artist, right? Right. I mean, Nate's great. He's the same way. Like, right. You can pay him to do a commission. Mm-hmm. It's not going to jazz him up. No. He wants to draw what he wants to draw. Right. I mean, he was shooting the shit and you guys were drinking beers and it was a fun thing for him to do. And that's yeah. how he created this. Right? Correct. Like, and that's why, you know, I mean, every time I see him, I'm like, hey, you want a beer? <laughs> like, right. Because you've done such amazing things. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I can't. And I'm not. I'm, dude, we don't make just to let everybody know we don't make tons of money on bucks and brews. We don't. I mean, gosh, we make beers. We, we make, make beers. Money, right? We don't make money. Um, 
So it's like, you know, if if we had to pay him exactly what he was actually worth and what we think that we should, we can't do this at this time. But I promise you, like, when we become big, yeah, like, that'll come back, man. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Like, the, look, hey, I thank you. We owe you for this, right? We've now sold this much merch. Here's your percentage, right? Yeah. Like, I have no problem giving that away. Like, <clears throat> that's not us, right? <laughs> like, so, and that's the difference between us and other businesses that are out there. We talk about that all the time. But, right, like, and that's the whole thing. If you want to take it from being a hobbyist mm-hmm. to a business, make that decision, right? But don't flip-flop. Don't go back and forth like, oh, hey, oh, I got busy these times. Like, no, commit to it, right? Like, commit to making yourself successful. Mm-hmm. And you, you'll you get there. You know, and I, I find that through most people. It's like, hey, I actually just really want this to be a hobby. I want mm-hmm. it to be fun. I want it to be something I'm doing. But that, and that's how most hobbies become a very successful business. Like next thing you know, you're, you're making more money than you thought you were making. And then you, you decide, Hey, do I double down on this or do I just back off? And that's what happened in my t-shirt business. Right. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I was starting to sell, I mean, I got into businesses like, yeah. you know, and, and I'm making more shirts for people. And I was like, Holy shit. Like this is actually going really well. And you know, here I was doing my day job. I was doing my real estate and plus I was doing this and I was like, okay, I made enough in this, in my day job as I did my business. Do I like, how do I do that? Well, I can hire an employee, but then I lose all of my money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I start back at square one and it's like, yeah, but do I want to do that? Okay. The, the answer is no. Right. Um, this one offers insurance. This one doesn't. Okay. This does this, this, and my real estate I thought was going to be long-term success. And, mm-hmm. um, so I just weighed out my pros and cons to everything. And I said, okay, I don't want this to get that big. Yeah. Like when I first started, dude, I wanted to have Frisbees flying out at Berlin Raceway at the Whitecaps game. I wanted to be big, right? I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to do this. And then I realized like, I really don't want that. Like that is so much work. Like I'm giving myself a job mm-hmm. and I, I just want it to be fun, right? Like I was so excited when I first started because I was making things that other people wouldn't make, right? It would say a, a profanity or something on there. And I was like, yeah, I'll make it. I don't care if it says, hey, uh, I shit in the woods, right? Pieces of shit for breakfast. Like, I'd make that, dude. Bear, do bear shit in the woods. I don't know, but I do, right? Like, yeah. that was a shirt I loved making. And I was like, this is fun. Hell yeah, yeah. man. And then, you know, I get the 150 order for uh, a company. And sure, the first shirt was fun. But 149 after, I was like, was fuck, this is fun. stupid, right? Yeah. Like, and so all of a sudden it became work. It did. Right. It wasn't the one off is great. Yeah. You know, I say if you got a team of like 20 or less, like I love doing that because I get to see the joy and the fun mm-hmm. of it. And sure. There was the annoyance that came after because the 20 got it. And then all of a sudden, Oh, I didn't know you were actually making them. I now want one. Uh, you know what? Like I'll make it when I can, because now you like, you didn't take me serious and I don't take you serious. At right. This point, right. So, um, so that's kind of like my advice to people is like, figure out, do you actually want, because this will become a job, right? This isn't going to become something where I mean, some people might be at that point where it's like, Hey, I'm doing this a little more full time. Now figure out, Hey, am I hiring an employee or how you can streamline this, right? Like how you can make this happen. T-shirts. It's funny. A buddy of mine was talking and everybody's doing this like um, direct to garment stuff. They're yeah. doing like stickers and things like that. And it's like, Holy shit, man. If I knew this knowledge back then, I'd be so, so successful. And it's funny because he's a technology guy and he can create all of this in less than a day. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, the only difference between you and me is I would make $20 faster than you will, but you will make a million dollars faster than I Mm -hmm. ever thought of. And he's like, what? And I was like, all I have to do is look at you, get one thing that you're really excited about, go print that shirt up and sell it to you for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I could do that to anybody in this room, right? And we were out to lunch or whatever. And I was like, right? I'm, I'm, I was like, I'll go build a, a fucking onesie for that mom that's over there. I will go do something for the guy. How fast would you buy this shirt? Right, 100%. <laughs> like quick. <laughs> but I have to buy both for you and me. Right. But, right, I have to, like, I have to find this thing and I can make that 20 bucks. I'm not going to get residual from, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do anything. And I said, look, you go build this. And that mom there, she likes it. And she'll go post it out and do all this. And then a hundred million moms out in this world will want that exact same one yep, or something like it. And you can change color or do whatever. And I was like, your change of color takes you 
a person clicking a button. Mine is a person sending me a text going, hey, could, I like this, but could you do it in blue? Could you do it in red? Could you do it? In the, and I, yep, great. I can do this. Great. And so it takes me longer. And I said, you know, when you when you can streamline things like that, you're going to be so much more successful. I mean, handmade crafts, I think, are dying, but those are what you see at craft fairs and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I don't think... I don't think as many hobbyists want to be extreme business owners. I would agree. But they like to make more money being a hobbyist. Right? And they're the first people to bitch they don't have enough money, but the first people to not do anything about it, right? Yep. Because they actually don't want it. So, um, you know, I, I find I, I find that to be the case so often, right? I, you know, there's things I'll go buy, like the tumblers, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people were making those all the time. And then if you go send, oh, I make custom tumblers. Great, here. Here's an order of five. Oh, sorry it took me so long. I got busy with this and this and this. And it's like, okay. So, I mean, I understand it, but you're not going to create a business out of this, right? Oh, it's just side money. Okay, understand that. But next time, tell me, please. So. Oh, sorry, this creme brulee is really good. And I, I can't stop drinking it. I'm I'm kind of disappointed I only grabbed one. I, I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> so um, you know, when you're when you're looking at it and now now let's say okay, you're not a you're not a product kind of a company. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh wholesalers out there, right? You want to make a business out of this. You need to Write down your goal. We talk about it. Write down your goals. Set things. I told you how I did five, three posts a day or whatever, two to three posts a day for a year. Um, and, you know, but but set yourself. Hey, I'm going to call this many people a day every day. I'm going to pull this many lists every day. I'm going to like, so set your, whatever that goal is, but make it, make it achievable. Mm -hmm. Hold yourself accountable and go take action. If it doesn't work, then have conversations with people. But like, you know, and, and give yourself two months, three months, whatever it is, like figure out a time frame that says, Hey, and, and, but I will tell everybody, anybody that's wholesaling out there, it takes average three months to find a deal. So, and that's unless, you know, unless you're going above and beyond your, your original average, like the normal person that's doing it the average way, you're three months. Most people give up. You ever see that, that meme or whatever, where it's the, the guy that's digging for gold not in his nose, but like uh, down below. And then he turns around and he's only, you know, six inches away from actually striking it when the other guy is, is continuing. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, you know, most people give up at like right before that point. So yeah. like set yourself with, you know, look up and you could find, okay. The average small business isn't successful within its first five years. Correct. Okay. So if you're trying to do a small business, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in the first five years. Yes, you'll make some money. Okay. Some money. There's some things, but that five-year hump is where it's like, Hey, now I have employees where I don't have employees and I'm still just running this small and I can't get any bigger. You haven't grown and developed it because when you hire your first employee, that's more money out of your pocket, right? right. Like everything is everything costs to have something. And so, you know, give yourself reasonable time to make the money. So Don having your surgery yesterday, we were, you know, talking about the appointment we have tomorrow. And as we're driving home yesterday, somebody messaged out and they're like, hey, we really want an appointment on Tuesday. Can you do something? And she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm just not available. And I went, wait a minute. It's, you know, we had a really bad weekend this month because of this huge blizzard. So we're down on sales from where we should be. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go run the appointment. It's fine. So she scheduled it for 2.30 today. Yeah. Now, I've told you time and time again, I don't get paid for working here. I, I take no salary. I just work for free. I got paid today. Yeah. One of the girls left me a $5 tip. Wow. That That's my money. Is that the most money you've made here? Probably. Nice. That's not bad. Might have made a $20 tip before. There you go. Yeah. It, tips is what I make. And I only get the tips if Dawn and I are the only ones working. Right. So if... We have staff that's working. We don't take any of that money. Tips go 100% to our staff. Yep. But if I'm the only one here, yeah. I'm the one that did all the work for that money. So I got $5 for a change. Nice. And I was so happy because I don't 
take a salary. $5 for the hour. That's not bad. No, it's not bad I've at all. a lot worse. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, talking about it, <clears throat> I, I was thinking about this earlier. So, you know, there are some people that are good at certain things. So like, you know, I, I was talking, Jim's great at, um, you know, making droids. Mm -hmm. uh, my Star Wars son, Andre's great at building buckets. Yep. I mean, he is awesome. Okay. I'm good at talking budgeting. That's okay. what I'm good at. Yeah. Or fixing your spreadsheets. I'm good at that. I love it. Yeah. I don't charge money for that shit nope. because for me, it's fun. You, you give me your budget. I will sit there and tear into that motherfucker for the next two hours. Yeah. And I'll have fun doing it. Well, and I think we have to start making some videos and putting it out there on TikTok. And Agreed. Because, because there's a couple of people that have stopped doing it because people slam them and all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're just going to be straightforward and say, hey, like, this is what's going to have to happen. Um, if you're willing to put your information out there, we'll gladly do your budget for you. Um, I do have to tell you that I fucking hate you. You got me all excited, right? So I walk into the other room and try to go get a Bud Light. You have one in there. No, I do not, sir. What is that? That's a fucking sparkling water or some oh. bullshit. Like, it's a, blue, it's a blue fucking can, but, like, it is not a fucking Bud Light, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Like, so I go grab this thing. I'm like, oh, cool, because... We are, we're going to do two episodes tonight, yep. right? And and I only have two drinks and you only have three. Right. And so I was like, man, you know what? I, like, I wasn't going to drink the Bud Light. I was like, I'll, because I know the next episode is going to go long. And I was like, I'm going to save it. And so I was like, I'm going to go grab that Bud Light for this episode. And I don't have a fucking Bud Light, right? Because like, even last week, I was like, man, David brought me a beer. Because like you said, you have one. Because I, I knew I didn't have any in there. And yeah, no, I, I just don't have a fucking beer. So that's like, you just like <laughs> broke my fucking heart on national I'm uh podcast radio right like, I'm, I'm so sorry you guys should see the depression in my face at this moment like oh. the people that watch us on youtube are the ones live with us on twitter right now they totally see it <laughs> say um but yeah and you know okay so it, you kind of brought it up right like you're good at budgeting yeah i want to bring that up again okay because the new year new you yeah let's start you know we're in january already we talked about it before the beginning beginning of the year here's your reminder to keep fucking going Here's your reminder. If you haven't started it yet, it's not too late. We are only at the 23rd. By the time this is yeah. out, it won't be February 1st yet type no. thing. Write everything down. So go into your ATM because now it's perfect because you can go into your, not your ATM, excuse me, your bank or go into your bank account and all you people is good technology. And, and I'll tell you like, okay, if you like to have a paper copy, if you're like me, if you're fucking old, right? This is clear and simple. Go into your, go into your bank on January 31st. I don't know what day that is. It doesn't matter. It's if, next Wednesday. If, is it really? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. So next Wednesday, right? You, you're going to miss a day, whatever the 31st, you'll miss transactions that happen later. And, but go, go print it out say, Hey, I need all my transactions from January 1st to January 31st. And they will print that out for you for free. And if you have a bank that charges you switch fucking banks, but I go into my bank and I tell them, hey, I need to do it online for free by yourself. No, but like if you want it, but yeah, if you're a printer at home and you want to yeah. waste stuff or you go in and build relationships, mm -hmm. that's who I am. And I say, hey, because I get my business one every year. I said, print me everything from January 1st to December 31st, because now here we're in the middle of January. Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to do taxes and I, I just run through everything. Um, And say, so, you know, so I, I sit here and I think to myself, all right how can I get these people to be motivated about doing this? And my answer is not David. Yeah. People are technology like you. Absolutely. Absolutely. People are old school like me. Right. So I want to give them creative ideas, go into your bank account, whether it's your app, go into your thing, whether you use the desktop computer or go into the bank and they will physically print you out everything. Now take it bucks and bruised. We, we have our spreadsheet up there or the, uh, you have to get a hold of us to get the spreadsheet, but it is there. Yep. So, and then, right, because it'll talk to you. Hey, budgeting. All right, this is my my gas, my electric, my water, my mortgage payment. And water comes out every three months. We understand that. Some people's trash comes out every month. Some people comes out three. Mine's yearly. Mine's every three. All right. So, um, not everything's going to be in there. But if you build this hobby, or, sorry, excuse me. Uh, if you if you build this uh, uh, rhythm and and do this every day you're going to be more successful, right? And you don't have to do it every day, but like, hey, start budgeting, start getting these things figured out. We have a little bit of uh, echo on, on your mic. On my mic? Oh, I'm sorry. Should I, uh, say, should I back myself up? But um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's because my lines are all crossed up here, but. 
don't that's, cross the line. That's a go towards the light. Um, but yeah, right. And so it's not late. It's not, it's never too late to get started. Right. There's always time, I guess. And, and if not, is the way I see it. If not, you're dead and you have nothing to worry about at that point. Well, and I, I see this all the time. People will post on Reddit. Hey, I'm 41 years old. Is it too late to start for my retirement? God, no. No. I mean, should you have started when you were 21? Yes. yes. But you still need to start. Yep. And I mean, as long as, you know, you're not looking at the long-term Nikki Haley plan of you can't retire till you're 70. I did just see that. What a um, bunch of shit that is, huh? Dude, I. but, you know, I will tell you is... You know, I, I I get so irritated. I have a oh my my really good friend Jeremiah. He's yeah, joined us. Love him. Yep, great <clears throat> great guy. Um, he has two sons, and one of them. You know, he, I'm like, hey, bud, he got a new, he got a job. He started doing things. I was like, you going to retirement? He goes, I'm not doing that. He go, and I was like, why? He's like, oh, I'm not at that point right now in my life where I can start thinking about that type of stuff. And I was like, that's the problem. It's like right. He goes, I'll never retire. I won't even live that long. And I was like. The, like you you can't think like that because you, what if you do right and if you don't like at least you've made the next person or the next thing successful right and your legacy will live on through that yeah um even if you give money to mom and dad and their life goes successful you're you're good um and, and so i you know i just i look at it and say hey and i try to tell try to explain to him like he's 18 19 and i'm like bud you realize that every dollar that you invest currently right now is worth $88 by the time you're 60. Every dollar, like statistically, yeah. $88. Now, when you turn my age, 30s, that goes down to $33. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And I was like, it's a $55 difference, bud, between you putting a dollar today versus 10 years from now. Like, it, it doesn't have 10 extra years to grow. You have you have time right now. <clears throat> And that time is going to be worth so much to you. And you don't realize it. And I, I, and I was like, look, you, you pay no rent. You do nothing. Live off of half of your money, if not less than half of your money and invest it. Cause like he loves living at home. They, they, my buddies, my buddy, you know, they're, they're doing well. And he's like, yeah, I'll pay for, I'll pay for their room forever. I'll, I'll feed them every single night. Like I always do lunches and stuff like that. If they, if like these kids are, they're, they're, they're good spoiled, right? They're good. Honestly, he's raised great kids and stuff like that. He's like, Oh, hey, if you want pizza rolls, fuck, there's pizza rolls there. Mom goes, hey, what do you want for food? Give me the list. And they buy everything they want and need. It's not a negative. Like, when you get to that age of that life, like, I'd rather see these kids invest. I'd rather see these kids be so much more successful. It's not that they're not independent kids. Because I told my buddy, and I gave him this best advice. I said, hey, you want to start teaching them? Take their money and charge them rent. And then turn around and put that into investments. Uh, whether it's for a house when they, when they get the time to move out, whether it's for um, paying off debts or, you know, paying for weddings, things yeah. like that. doesn't matter. But by the time they're ready to move out, great. They put the down payment on the house and you go here, here's your down payment back. This is all the rent that you've paid me. He, my buddy doesn't need the fucking money, right? Like him and his wife do not need the money. They, they don't want the money aspect of things, but like, great. They're in the greatest position of life. Your kids aren't willing to do it. You do it for them. And, and you're teaching them along the way by, because hundred percent, right. When they get out there, when they get out there, they're going to have to pay rent. They're going to have to pay somebody. They might as well pay. And I told them, I was like, dude, do a hundred bucks a week, do one fifty. I don't care. 500 bucks a month. I don't 800 bucks a month. Any, any number you pick. Right. When, when I was my daughter's age, I couldn't afford to invest that we didn't have the money. Correct. So I started investing for her the moment I could. Mm-hmm. And she has so much more money than me. I started investing for Emerson when she was six months old. Uh-huh. Like, and everybody, you know, everybody's like, why six months? And I was like, look, you know, um, I, I don't have a good reason. For, I never, granted, I had, I did have my kid when I was 20. Oh, gosh, five. How old am I? 35? <clears throat> and she's eight. So, oh, gosh, 27. Okay. Um. You know, I, I invested for myself before then, and then I had a kid, and it was like, all right, like, I knew where I was at that point in life. Like, I didn't start things ahead of time, um, but it was, hey, now here, this is this is this money. And the money, and we talk about it, I have my betterment, right? Like, it is for her wedding or her college, maybe. I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. A house, I mean, to buy me out. I don't care. It's her money to buy it. Like, but it's it's there 
that I've set up every single week as a disbursement of 25 bucks every single week. It just goes into there. And now it's sitting at 22,000 bucks. Yeah. Like she's eight years old. Um, and we hit the pandemic and, and I said to Caitlin, I'm like, I need 10 grand. Yeah. Why? Oh, excuse me. 25,000, $347 and 90 cents. And of that out of the seven and a half, so that'd be eight years now. Mm-hmm. Cause she's eight and a half. Yes. Um, $4,787 and nine cents is interest yeah. that I've earned. Right. So I've only invested 20, $21,000 off of, you know, somewhere between 25 to $80 the, the weekly kind of a thing. Like I've, I've moved it a little bit here and there. When I lost my job, I, I upped it because mm-hmm. I wasn't investing in other things for myself. So yeah, I, uh, I, I don't have a 401k. I now have an IRA that I invest in my own stuff, right. but. Yeah, when we hit the pandemic, I said to Caitlin, I, I need 10 grand. And she's like, okay. Okay. She didn't ask me what for. She didn't ask me why. Yep. I took 10 grand and I put it into the most, the highest paying back dividend stocks. And I think she she's invested something like $14,000 in the actual stock market. And she's sitting at about $22,000 worth of value. And she's only been invested in the market since like 18. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking a good return. Um, and I said, that's, that's, a, it's a good return, right? Yeah. Like, and everybody's like, oh, well, it's, you know, and people that think that this is risky, that's a, you know, fine. Every investment is risky. If you tell me that this is a risky, if you don't like stock markets for any, some reason, whatever, fine. But you better be able to show me that you have a savings account that is the like that's not even an investment i mean it is right but like it's there's no risk there's zero risk to it and it's making three percent unless you're above two hundred fifty thousand dollars, then there's risk but like if you can prove to me that you're putting guaranteed money away on a weekly monthly however you structure it basis i'll tell you that's good enough because at least you're doing more than what i would say you're doing more than the bare minimum more than half of what america is possibly uh-huh. doing right like not investing is Right. Even if it's five bucks, I don't care, people. Five fucking dollars a week. Just do this. We've talked about we, where, where I'm at. We've um, talked about this. Yeah, go ahead. We've talked about where I'm at money-wise and, and health insurance-wise yes. many times. Yep. And I, I haven't stopped investing. Right. I have no money, but I'm still investing money every month. Now, I was probably buying 70 bucks worth of stock before and I'm buying maybe 50 bucks worth now. So I, I cut it a little bit, Yep. but I'm still investing every month because if I'm not, I'm not doing something right. Um, and, and, and that's, that's it, right? Like you've learned throughout time, like, Hey, you, cause you were broke, right? I was. I'm granted, like I grew up broke, but like I didn't have an understanding of money. I just knew I didn't fucking have it. Right. And you know, I I bought a house young. I'm not gonna lie. Very young. Right. Like, but it's because I was always the saver out of my whole entire family. Like, you know, I mean, granted, I always have this, I still have the want for stupid shit in my life, but I don't go pull that trigger on stupid shit very often. Um, my wife thinks I do, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I save so much. Like when I was working my job, I mean, 50% of it was invested mm-hmm. and then 50% of, so 25% was put into a savings account. And then I lived off of 25% of my wages. Right. So the savings was still an investment, like, but that was just to buy more houses or mm-hmm. do whatever the other, like it was literally 401ks, all those type, like betterment, all like between all my investment, 50% of it was guaranteed to be put away. Yeah. The other 50%, so 25% again, went into uh, uh, a savings account, which I now love myself for. I promise you guys I love myself because there was times where, you know, I mean, I didn't, you know, and, and when I when I go buy a house, and this is how stupid it would be, um, back in 2010, whatever it was, right? You needed three grand to buy a house basically because, you know, you need three and a half percent down. And so I'm buying a $60,000 house. And so by the time, you know, cause it would take 60 days to close, right. Which is eight weeks at $250 for eight weeks. That's 2000 bucks. So basically I'm, I'm 20, you know, or 30, 66% of the way back to buying another house by the time I closed on this house. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, 
I was just replenishing my savings. And then, you know, I'd get into it, get it rented, do the thing. And within that month, I then have my whole savings back. And I'm like, oh, shit, I, all I have to do is just repeat this. Like, yeah, I'm not living any different life, right? Like, great, keep keep trying. And now when I go buy things, like, sure, prices are going up to 100000 It's like, hey, now I'm putting, you know, more down. But it's like, every time I go buy a house, like, my life stops. And it's funny because my wife will see it, but she doesn't realize it. But it's like, I don't, I don't spend anything because I'm trying to recoup that money that I've lost mm-hmm. or invested or whatever I call it. But like in my head, it's going out. I need to, I need to recoup it. How do I do that? Stop doing it. I won't drink these beers. I'll drink Bud Light. Like I won't do stupid shit. Like I cut my life to a very minimum life at that point. You know, she'll, she'll be like, Hey, you want to go out to eat? It's on you. Like I'm eating fucking hot dogs, right? Like, well, you and I, have both been, you know, watching what we eat. Yep. So I have not been eating out, period. Yeah. Like, if it happens, it's maybe a couple times a month. But the budget for that is under 100 bucks because I'm just not doing it. Yeah. You know, if and, and you know as well as I do, I, you go get a meal with your wife, it's 60, 70 bucks anytime you go. Yeah. And, you know, I'm under 100 bucks because I'm just, we're just not doing it. So- how long do we want to invest for our kid? How old's our kid? I don't care. Well, you pick. How I need a time frame though. Twenty years. Twenty years. Okay. And we think that uh, an average, they say ten years, ten percent, right, for the stock market. Yeah, about that. But let's go low. Let's go eight percent return, right? Okay. On average, uh, compounded monthly. Um. So if you do five dollars, five dollar initial deposit, and you know your your twenty dollar uh, monthly, um, well, it's actually be twenty two fifty, twenty two point five oh. Oops. Oh well, let me do it. But let's just say twenty three because I want to be a jerk. Um, calculate. Uh, in that twenty years, it will be thirteen thousand five hundred and seventy two dollars. It's a nice start, right? That's just $5, David, mm-hmm. a week. $5 for 20 years. Now, if you compound that for the... Let's just say you keep doing $5 for in, until you die. So I'm going to say my kid's going to be 50, and I'll be 80 when I die. Just rough numbers. These are these are fake things. So if I, since I've been doing it, so let's say I'm going to do it for 50 years. 8% interest. Compounded monthly. What do you think that grand total that my kids walking away when they when I die? 142. Really close. Actually 182. Okay. Um 182 7. So off of $5. Yeah. Okay. One every week. And so this could buy a house. Oh, 100%, right? And, or two. And and so right your gift to them for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. right? Or for your life, the rest of your life is $5 a week. You're constantly doing it. So we've done we've done 20 years, we've done 50 years. Um you know, if you if you have a new kid, if your kid's a teenager, right, and you're trying to do it for their wedding, now you're saving a little bit more yep. money type thing. But, you know, and again, I did an 8% return, which is really low. But yeah, you could do $182,000. So off of a monthly compounding. Um, now, if you could find different types of things, that'd be perfectly fine. But well, again, I think a lot of the issue we have is, you know, living in the United States, people don't have that extra disposable income. Yeah. But you know, you, you talked about turning your side hustle into a business. I do. Again, uh, we somebody that joins us frequently, the eye candy. Yes, very much. He uh, decided one summer that he was going to do DoorDash. Yeah. And make extra money for investment. One of our proudest episodes. It was. Yeah. And he's told me before, he's like, I wouldn't go back to doing that because it's just a hassle. Sure. But for that summer, he made decent money to put into investments. Right. It wasn't worth it for him at that point. Well, like you... you and he can go do other things, right? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, and and so, right, we did a dividend stock episode. And yep. He was like, that that makes sense to me. I'm going to go do. And so all he did was dividend stocks. And so, like, what that one summer he did now, I'd love to have Bucks and Brews go for 20 years and figure out what the hell that's worth. Yeah. Right? Like, it's going to be amazing to me. And it's funny because if you if we go back through the three years we've been doing this um, and we talk about betterment, I guarantee, like, you, you, you'll hear numbers and people will be like, what? And, you know, it's funny because when we get successful in, you know, 10 years, people are going to be like, oh, he's talking about 150000 bucks. Like, who has that? I'm going to be like, assholes, go back and listen to fucking, yeah. you know. We said that day one. 
right? Like, and it was, it was seven grand and I haven't changed my investment, right? Like now my goal is never to change this investment aspect, but just have it keep going. And people are going to be, and we're going to have listeners that are with us forever. And we appreciate you guys. Um, but you're going to be like, you're going to call them out and be like, nope, they want you like seven grand and they're four grand, whatever it might have been. Every time I hop on Reddit or any place else, people are like, how do I save money? And they're like, Dave Ramsey. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, stop fucking listening to the fucking Timu of debt relief. <laughs> fucking Dave Ramsey. I don't know how it's happened. I, I do think that phone's listen to us. Okay. How much Dave Ramsey shits on your phone? <laughs> it's it's insane. The amount of like <laughs> Dave Ramsey hate that I've been seeing on TikTok. And it's not like I don't I don't know if I actually like them all the time because I try to change my algorithm algorithm quite a bit. Um, and I don't want to have the same type of stuff. Cause like, I, I'd rather just have the comedy come out. Cause like TikTok to me is a release. Yeah. Um, but, and I so know you love it every time I send you a political thing. Oh dude, it's fucking hilarious to me. Um, because I know that we get to fight about it or yeah. something like that. Um, but I, you know, Dave Ramsey is getting so much hate for all of the stupid things justified that have, that have been coming out of his mouth lately, because it's, it's not, I can't say he hasn't changed his ways. But it just shows so much more how different the this new generation of people that would be trying to get out of debt mm-hmm. versus like my parents, right? Dave Ramsey was like it was. I mean, really, I feel like it worked so much better for what he was mm-hmm. teaching. And and you know, don't get me wrong, my mom, single mom, um, you know, for most of my most of my life, kind of a thing. Uh, she still doesn't have a credit card. She she's doing just fine, right? Like. She's not a millionaire. Um, you know, she didn't hunker down and do the Dave thing, but like she invested, which I didn't know she did because she put a 401k in. She has her house paid off. It took her 30 full years to do it. But, you know, honestly, all hers was, was just time. And, and she, she made it right. Um, and I always looked at that. I was like, man, how did like, cause and I, I don't see it much anymore, to be honest with you, like these these older people having cars and things like that, because I, I always looked around. and I was like, man, how do these people have nice cars and how does this happen? Like, how do you get to that age and just have so much freaking money? Well, the answer is, is, you know, basically your house pays off, right? So, yeah. And you have an extra thousand bucks a month, six, seven, eight, nine hundred bucks a month. And yeah. you're like, what do I do? I go buy a fucking car. Like, and that's how these old people have cars, right? Like, well, that's why I'm pushing to pay off my car in less yeah. than 10 years out of the 15 year loan I took. I, you know, the, the issue I have with Ramsey, again, it works. It does. We, we've talked about that. It works. He's such a curmudgeonly old boomer, bitter cocksucker yeah. that all he does is talk down to people and treat them like they're fucking morons. The one that came up, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the the people are spending $25,000 on childcare. Did you see that? Possibly. And like, he, he like ripped on oh, yeah, whatever yeah. for for how oh you, you shouldn't you, you shouldn't so, say that. you're so stupid yeah. for paying that and you know the one lady's like well this is the average in the area and stuff and average i mean there's people paying more and people paying less and it's like all right like i understand you have child care if you need it correct how many people do you have that will watch your daughter uh now yeah uh, one guaranteed but i mean i'll you know three okay right you know who i had when my daughter was young your mom no no she was working even though if she wasn't working oh she wouldn't her answer was that's your kid it ain't my grandkid you figure it the fuck out oh man yeah and i was like okay yeah and at the time i'm making 850 an hour nothing right you know i i don't i don't have any fucking money right there was a summer i took off yeah because it would cost me 250 dollars a week for daycare and i was bringing home 280 yeah 30 bucks. So I'm making, I'm working for $30 a week. Fuck it. I just took the summer off. Yeah. And her and I hung out every day together because why am I working for 30 bucks a week? Yep. It just made zero sense. Yep. And my mother never understood it. Cause, and again, when I was young, she didn't pay for daycare. Like for the first three years of my life, I went to a babysitter. Sure. And then my grandmother went, oh, I can afford to retire. I'm just going to retire. I'll watch him. Yeah. And she watched me for fucking free every day. Well, that's what my grandparents did, right? Right. And my, when, and that's what, like, my grandma used to watch my daughter. Uh huh. And then my grandma's passed now. My yep. grandma, you know, I can't promise you I'd trust my baby with my grandfather, but like, 
you know, now if I needed, like Emerson would just sit over there and they just sit and watch TV. That'd be fine. Like yeah. he, would, he would watch her now, but like as an infant, no, I don't have that. Right. Baby. But like my mom would do it um, and things like that. But uh, you know, it, yeah, I understand how most people is like most people is geez, Louise, Nick. I'm talking like Dave Ramsey now, you bro. Say <laughs> he'll be the heck. So, uh, but right, like there, there's cheaper options, right? You mm-hmm. don't need to be sending your kid to private daycare. I don't know how to say it. Like, right. There are a lot of expensive options out there, but even the cheaper options, aren't that cheap? No. I mean, I, I you're a couple of 300 bucks a week. If you're $300 I, a week. Yeah. You're 1200 bucks a month, right? That's, that's, that's more than a house payment for most people. Yes. I can't say most, but yes. More than my house payment, more than, more than all of mine have. Nope. I mean, I have, you know, buildings that are more, but like, yeah, but not duplexes or no, but yeah, nothing, nothing, single families, nothing that's below or four units or below is above 1200. Right. Yeah. So, and uh, they're paying that to send their, and some of their kids don't need that much watching. Like, Oh, I lied. I have a new house. That's 14. 60 okay so but one. but that's because taxes just jumped like crazy but that's why i'm selling it <laughs> caitlin started staying home alone at nine yeah because a i couldn't afford for somebody to watch her oh dude yeah dawn was worked less than five minutes from the house yep. and caitlin didn't need much watch she didn't do anything that ever would worry you no. she stayed in the house she watched tv she didn't need extra help. I don't know the age, but I know I was young when my brother and I or whatever, like we would just stay home alone because, hey, don't answer the door. Don't do whatever. And then we'd answer the door because we knew pizza was coming. And that was risky. But like the times were back then different. Yeah. But like, yeah, my mom would give us 20 bucks. We'd order pizza. That would be enough for pizza and tip. Well, and being the Gen Xer I am. Yeah. There were certain things you worried about in the eighties, yeah, because your parents ingrained these things into you. It was really my grandmother that ingrained e- eating an apple you. when you're going Halloween trick or treating. No, well, there was that they had to test every piece of candy before you ate it. Every every, every piece. piece. Yeah. Um, but you were going to get kidnapped. Yep. Invariably, if you were in the front yard, you were getting kidnapped. You had to play in the backyard. Yeah. Yes. That, like okay, it is an old person thing. Yes. Or, I wonder if you are sure anywhere near the front yard, yes. somebody's kidnapping your ass. I had nightmares yeah. about being kidnapped for like 14 years yeah. because I was told if you went across the driveway, yeah. somebody's going to kidnap your ass. Yes. I wouldn't even go in the front yard with them yeah. because somebody's going to kidnap my ass. Yeah. The other thing which TV taught me was quicksand is a big issue. The biggest thing in the whole fucking world. You are going to run into quicksand at some point and it's going to suck you in and you're going to die because of quicksand. I've never seen quicksand ever. They don't even put it on fucking TV anymore. I do feel like I'm a Gen Xer more than you are, bro. Because Sometimes. Like- this is my life. This is what I grew up with. Well, you you were growing up with all the old reruns and shit. <laughs> well, right. My, my, my old reruns were I Love Lucy and Leave It to Beaver. Your reruns <laughs> were shit in the late seventies, early eighties. Right. Um. So yeah, no, I I I look at this and say, hey, you know, there there's so much there's so much time for anybody out there that's needs to get this done. If you're sixty and have no retirement, right? You need to figure out, hey, I now need to budget, right? I need to figure out how to get the the, the essentials paid for, yep. right? And death is going to come. I don't know, <laughs> right? I don't know if it's going to be 90, 100, whatever. Prepay for as much things as you possibly can for the end of life, right? My mom and I were just talking the other day. Excuse me. And she's like, oh, I was going to get buried over here, but they're out of plots and I could buy one. I was like, okay, figure it out. Cause like, you're telling me what you want, but like, that's not gonna fucking happen with me if she leaves it up to you you're cremating i i can't i mean it's my mom but like for me i'm but like i can't i'll just bury her wherever the hell i buy a cheap plot right so my aunt was adamant she did not want to be cremated yeah she didn't do anything guess what got cremated cremated yeah there you go for one i think burying a body is stupid yeah i think it's a fucking waste of land and resources dig up all those fucking dead people and burn them to say two i don't want to be buried yeah my mom doesn't want to be buried my wife doesn't want to be buried we're we're not for taking up space that doesn't need to be taken up and because you didn't decide to do this shit before you got really sick i'm not spending ten thousand dollars now to do it yeah right i'll spend 800 bucks 
cremate your ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, if my mom passes right now, she has enough money to give it to me. So like, I'll do most of her wishes, but it'll be where the hell I choose. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm still going to try to give her wishes type of a thing, but, um, if she was broke and it was up to me, I'm sorry, mom. Like you didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I'm, no she's not gonna know right well say she in her eyes it's actually like a religious thing so i don't know if you know this but like apparently you get buried with your head a certain way like Mm -hmm. east or west because when god or jesus comes back Mm -hmm. like he's coming from here and so all of his people have to will stand and and do this so Mm -hmm. like i don't know i don't remember everything because i don't pay attention and care but like that's that's what i've understood and found my aunt was very religious yeah I'm an atheist. Yeah, let's say. Don't yeah. leave that shit up to me. Right. If you want something specific, you better have paid for it. Right. Because if you leave that shit up to me, we're going with what I want. Yeah. And I want the cheapest thing possible because I'm fiscally responsible. Why don't you donate your body to science? I mean, I guess that was an option. I could have done that. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I'll say that. Got it. I, I, when you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. You're not in that body anymore. You're just dead. So I don't need to look at you. I, I've had this argument with my wife over and over. Well, when you die, people are going to want to come and look at you. No, I'm not for that. Like, if you do it, that that's on you. It's on you, right? But I'm not for that. Yeah. I don't want to look at anybody laying in a fucking box. That's not my idea of remembering somebody. If I would have died a couple of years ago when I got really fucking sick. Yeah. I don't want you to come look at me. I want you to crack a fucking beer with my best friends and toast to whatever you liked about me. I'll actually say the bears. There you I, go. I will too. I'll be like, the bears. All right. See ya. Do that. <laughs> give me a nice little speech and get fucking hammered. Oh yeah. That's going to be me. I, I'm okay with that because no, I'm not there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not watching down, seeing what the fuck you're doing. I don't, I'm dead. Right. There's nothing left of me. Go have some fucking fun. It's sad. I'm dead. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you miss me again. Death is for the people that are left behind. It's not for the dead person. The <laughs> dead person's dead. Actually, it's a really good friend of mine because you know I I paid for my my I give my cousin credit. He gave me five hundred bucks towards the headstone, but I paid mm-hmm. for my grandparents' headstone um, because my grand my grandpa doesn't have the money and the family wasn't doing whatever. And so I just said, "Fuck it, here you go." And I you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, "This is what I did," and he goes. It makes you feel good, right? It gives you that pride. It gives you, he goes, there's people that get buried in mahogany boxes and do this and that, and people have to go spend a shit ton of money, but it's just to give them that pride mm-hmm. that they did that versus at the end of the day, you're fucking dead, bud. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I I agree. But my wife and I, we will A, either donate to science or B, um, and I have to figure out how I can split off my, my piece of land in the Granville house because mm-hmm. we have two cherry trees. And so we'd like to have it to where they like, I want to just buy that horse uh, parcel. And then um, no matter what, like forever will it to me so that my wife and I both get buried under the, or we'll create new ones, but I'd like to be on that Granville property and we'll always and forever be buried under there in our ashes. Mm-hmm. And then, cause I'm going to be a sour cherry tree and she's going to be a sweet one mm-hmm. and they pollinate forever. So we're going to be boinking for eternal life um until you know george washington comes and cuts that motherfucker down but like that's why i need it to be specific that like nobody can touch that ever it will always and forever be there and i don't think there's a way for eternal everything for us to guarantee that that piece of property stays well i I told caitlin i'm like listen i dropped dead put a little bit of me in chicago put the rest of me at the house in plainwell if you decide to sell the fucking house in plainwell that's on you i don't give a shit i'm dead see you I she has no ties to that house whatsoever. And if I'm dead, I don't either. I only have ties to it right now because I'm alive. Right. And it was always the house that I wanted. So it'll be there for me. Great. I hope she makes a lot of money on it. Again, you know, we talk about the fact that, you know, she doesn't have any kids. And we talked about this again the other day. And I, I've said before. You need to have a plan for what happens to your shit when you die, because I'll be goddamned if everything I've saved for you will go to your biological father's family. Right. Because Dawn has nothing. She has nobody. She has Caitlin. Right. I don't have anybody. I have Caitlin. And if Caitlin goes without a, an offspring, it goes to his fucking family. I'll be goddamned if I did any work 
for her biological father's family. Right. So you better figure out what the fuck is happening if you're dead. And Dawn's like, well, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. It would. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that the little bits that we told you guys helped you out tonight. Um, if you have any more questions, you want to dive into it. We'd love to talk more. Hop on with us. We're glad to have guests and things like that. Tell us what your side hustle is. Tell us what your things are. Um, as always, guys, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. If you're joining us on Twitch tonight, we're coming right back with uh school board discussion because Nick's going to run for the school board, and we're going to be joined by our wonderful favorite, one of our favorite guests, uh, Joe. I forgot Joe's Spalding? name. Spalding. Thank you. Yep. I, I've written it like eight times today, yep. and all of a sudden I forgot it. We're going to be joined by Joe Spalding. He's great. And uh, so stick around with us on Twitch. If you're on the podcast right now, you'll hear probably the episode that we're talking about next first, and then this one after that. So thanks for joining as always. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.